Welcome back to another episode of Indie Linked Coast to Coast. I am your co-host, Barry. Yes, and I am your co-host, Ryan, here from the good old East Coast of Florida, USA. And I'm here on the West Coast in beautiful, sunny, sunny California, Santa mm. Monica, to be exact. Mm. I made it mm. through our first hurricane um, and earthquake, if you would believe it or not. We had an earthquake in the middle of a tropical storm. Oh, the hurricane. I <laughs> the heard hurricane. about this. Um, I made it through um, and I'm here <sighs> for another day of music music news, uh, concert recaps, you name it, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, you know, I think this uh, show offers a, a unique perspective in the sense that, uh, you know, Barry and I are old friends, and we've, we connected through music, we bonded through music, and, and we still, to this day, we're both obsessed with music and new music and old music and, and everything in between. And um, I think we've got a unique perspective now because, you know, I live here and you live there. So we got the East Coast West Coast thing going. Yeah, it's a it's not a war. It's not a war. It's more like a collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Although we do we do tend to have our own little war about who goes to better shows and who Well, you know, in regard to that, I yield to you because <laughs> um as we've discussed on uh, a couple of earlier episodes which uh, the audience may or may not hear. I don't know. We're we're kind of we're we're we're, uh, we're feeling things out at this point. You know, we're uh, we're doing a bunch of dress rehearsals. Yeah, if you're listening to this episode, it's episode two slash three. Like we had a pilot, we had one. Now this is two. <laughs> this so is we're two. we're figuring it out. Um, we're trying to get this off and running before the podcast space just gets. <laughs> too oversaturated Completely i feel like it's oversaturated but well, hey, yeah. why not let's let's throw our hat in the ring we had a successful very successful radio show for six years so we did um, we were we were beloved is what we were, we were. so beloved we were um fan mail callers every week oh gosh visits from listeners to the station we had it all oh in like a two block radius in winter park florida we were famous <laughs> we were it was the best time of our life it really was you know we were in the it was the i was gonna say the golden years but that's not that's that's coming that's coming we were yes. in the what, what do you call what we were then the uh it's all the, a haze at this sowing our wild oats or something yes we we sowed them all right we sowed them all right i, <laughs> I wish i could unsow some of those oats but <laughs> here we are and um yeah, we're just here, you know, we're here to sort of inform, but also kind of BS about just music that we like, you know, and that's, that's sort of the format for this show. It's almost like Seinfeld. It's like, it's not about nothing. It is about something. Yeah. But we're just, you know, it's our take on whatever's uh, currently happening in the uh, indie sphere, indie which sphere. is a, a term that I just coined. I like it. Indie sphere. Yeah. So you're listening to Indie Linked Coast to Coast with Ryan and Barry. Now, the thing that really sticks in my craw, Barry, is your ability that you um, take advantage of with uh, full, <laughs> full steam, full steam ahead. Um, 
to go and see live shows because you are in um, sunny California, as you mentioned. Now, I am in uh, what's known as, uh, in some circles, America's penis, uh, Florida. It just hangs down <laughs> into the Gulf of Mexico, sort of. And um, there's one way in, one way out. Yeah. And um, so as a result, uh, you know, a lot of bands don't come here. Uh, they think they they read all the Florida man stories and they just get scared. Yeah, they don't, they don't want to get trapped in the penis. They just don't want to get trapped in the, the and, and Orlando's like the, the urethra itself, like I-4, you know. <laughs> um, and they don't want to get, they don't want to, they don't want to have anything Can you blame to do them? with that. No, I mean, it's, it's hot, it's sticky. Um, you just never know who you're going to run into down here. But I mean, isn't that everywhere? Yes. But see, you're, here's the difference. You're in the place where it's like you can't not go there as a band. Exactly. If you're trying to, you know, yeah. that's, the, that's the difference. It's like you can be like, oh, let's skip Florida. Yeah, yeah, we'll skip. We'll do Florida next time. But you're going to skip L.A. or California? Yeah. No. Half no. of them live here already. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's like a cheap, you know, way to just like drive instead of fly probably in most cases. And, you know, it's just uh so you get you 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 are treated to um, a birth, I would say, of um, live entertainment. So let's go over real quick just the shows that you've seen in the last like just month. Okay, so I spent a lot of time talking last time about the shows that I went to. So I will spare you all and get right to Ryan's really interesting show that he went to. But I will say that um i did skip a show because you know i also have a full-time job and a life so i can't you know be spending all my time at shows although i wish i could um i was very tired oh, the night of angel olsen um playing at hollywood forever cemetery which is an amazing place to see a band but i just like amazing it was on a wednesday and i had also unknowingly bought this is another problem i unknowingly bought tickets to see regina specter on the same night so um i so bad for you i know i at the greek theater so i sold both those tickets oh. and just stayed home and slept went to because. neither went to neither it's okay i saw angel olsen at the greek last year and uh, well, who knows regina specter's never going away so well, listen um, to what you just said though <laughs> no, <what laughs> you had you mistakenly got <laughs> yes, you, you had tickets to a great show and then you were like whoops i got another there was another one that night too and i got tickets Oopsie to that daisy. too oh whoops a daisy <laughs> and then not only did you it wasn't like oh choose <laughs> it was like neither neither they'll be back <laughs> well, they'll be back they always they always come back actually angel olsen is back or did cut anyways you're um, illustrating my point all too well i don't even yeah. have to speak you yeah. go so the last uh, episode we recorded, I was <sighs> about to, and then went to see the Flaming Lips that same night. They oh performed Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Um, it was amazing. Um, Wayne did this really cute speech about the summertime song, and I loved it. He just had the crowd like so happy and loving, and there was ginormous pink infl uh, inflatable robots on the stage he brought out a giant inflatable rainbow um and they sounded great they looked mm. great 
um, they did the entire album, took a break, and then came back on and played it until they got kicked out. <laughs> um, you know, what a treasure the Flaming Lips are um yes. as a live well just as a as a thing but um especially as a live you can't go to a flaming lip show and walk away feeling down no or hard on yourself or any, it's like it, it is like a tonic yes. you know and yes. and you you just you, you feel great after a flaming lip show and wayne has that you know, in the olden days, he would have been like some kind of traveling uh, preacher or rainmaker <laughs> yes. or something, you know, like where he just like brings people together. They all feel great. And and it, and he he makes that happen. You know, yeah. he really has this vision of, of, of that being what a Flaming Lips show is. Yes. That it's yes. more than just going to see this rock show. You know, it's like it's this experience. And um, you got to love Wayne and the boys over at the Flaming Lips. Yes. I do. I did. I always uh, will. Yeah. And uh, what an institution, you know, they've been around since I think their first album came out in 1985. You know, know. we're talking like, <laughs> like I was five years old in <laughs> 1985 and Wayne was putting out records. Wow. So, you know, that, that puts it in perspective and, yes. um, and uh, yeah, so that's, uh, so that, I mean, that, that alone, if you would have said, Oh, that was the show that I saw this month, I would have been like, Oh, that's amazing. What a great, yeah. <laughs> what, a, was, what a nice experience yeah but um, that was just the tip of the iceberg it was um and then so this past week i had two shows in one week and you can see why it can get a little exhausting for and confusing like which show was yeah it? which show so which monday monday night actually monday it was rescheduled it was supposed to be the night of the um hurricane and oh. um it was rescheduled and um naturally at the hollywood bowl which is an outdoor venue and um i saw fleet foxes and my morning jacket wow two bands i've never seen oh my gosh let me I just think, say that i don't think i'd seen either one yeah myself i've never uh, either either of those bands yeah. either. um and either. so good um you know the hollywood bowl is like kind of a it's huge and so many people and like so many people get there late because it's LA traffic. You got to figure out the crazy parking situation. But yeah, I think, yeah. I think, as I mentioned with uh, my Maggie Rogers and always show, I just hop on a bus here in Santa Monica and it takes me there. I can drink and eat on the bus. I can drink and eat at Hollywood Bowl. You know, it's oh like my God. everybody loves to eat at shows for some reason. Um, I don't. I, I, I'm I never, not really getting yeah, into it. No, I don't. I always feel like it shows my hands are. This is (laughs) maybe this says a lot about me, but I'm like always like my hands because I'm like at the show, I'm like touching weird stuff, and there's people everywhere, and I'm like, so it doesn't come to mind to like, oh, I'm gonna eat. Yeah, and but also most venues don't have they don't have food. Oh yeah, there's tons. Well, there's tons of food you can bring in. Food you can bring in your own alcohol to Hollywood Bowl. I, I support that idea. Yeah, so That's um, it. it occurs to me to drink at shows. It definitely <laughs> occurs to me to drink at shows, but yeah, eating and, doesn't really. And I will say this isn't public transportation, which is awful and doesn't work here in LA. Um, it's, oh. it's a Hollywood Bowl shuttle. They have shuttles oh, that um, around too. Yeah. It's not like you're on some stinky bus, right? No, it's an air conditioned yeah. uh, charter bus. Well, very, that's, very LA. Um, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Very. I think peak LA would be getting on my private helicopter, but um, yeah, yeah. Well. 
Yeah, You're so waiting I waiting for the helipad to be <laughs> waiting for the helipad to finish. Um <sighs> Fle- so Fleet Foxes started out kind of slow and uh were jamming, and then as the crowd picked up and people took their seats, they got more into it, and then they did um what what what's it called? Like an an argument, the shrine. You know that really yes. long, like seven, yes. eight minute song yep. Yep. with the like cute crescendo. Oh, they did that live wow. and it was amazing. And I oh, was just I like in awe. Um, yeah wow. it was great and and then my morning jacket came on and they're just so good live and you know it was really cute um they both did songs with each other oh cool yeah. i love when bands do that yeah i and, love when bands do that oh yeah. that's a, that's the best um so that was a that was a really good show and the other thing i like as um an older person is that hollywood bowl they're like we start on time we finish on time <laughs> everyone goes home and gets in bed <laughs> uh, i had the same discussion with dylan crane who i saw my show with yeah and he was like you know they're pretty good here at will's pub about like ending on time <laughs> and i was like oh good <laughs> And it was Friday night. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. This was Monday night. It was hard, you know? So, um, so then <laughs> Thursday night, I was back at it this time. Um, in oh, yes. Griffith Park um, at the Greek Theater, which is another outdoor venue that's very nice. And um, I saw Sylvanesso, and they yes. had, they had a local um, band open up with, um, I think like some like electronic Mexican music, maybe. Um, cool. I'm sorry, I'm not really familiar with the band. Sorry, band yeah, open no, for no, so, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. it was also last minute too, so I didn't have time to look them up. Normally, so, I would so look research. up an opener. Um, yeah, but, I, I do. Like yeah. 99 percent of the time, I'm like, okay, if I don't know this band, I'm gonna check out a couple of their songs, and then if I'm into, you know, if I like what I hear on the surface, I'll dig a little deeper, and and it's fun to know stuff. You yeah, know, yeah. Yeah, and Sylvanessa was great. I mean, oh yes, me and Matt saw them at Austin City Limits. Um, yeah, just like the dancing, and I did, um, I did buy pit tickets for this show. Oh. So because I was like Sylvanessa, you gotta dance, and yeah. like you know, you take your chances when you're in a seat that everyone around you might be sitting, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and might not enjoy someone like flailing about, which <laughs> you know that's shouldn't really be your problem to be honest if you're at a concert you should do whatever you want uh respectfully well yeah but uh, yeah i don't i don't get people that are like why are you like standing standing? because it's like a show yeah hello (laughs) um so really great show got to dance um and they they're just really good live um oh well yeah yeah so uh anything else barry uh what what's the next show on the docket the next show so i so now it was like they kind of come in like little packs so oh, i'm waves. not i don't yeah, know the exact yeah. dates but my next wave is gonna be um mm. tallest man on earth walkman and hot chip Ooh, ooh. Do, do, do. <laughs> I know. Wow. bing that bang was, boom bing bang boom one two three um yeah well that sounds great um well i can't you know compare with that uh, little <laughs> soliloquy but um i did get a chance to uh, go see a friend uh and well see a show with my friend uh one dylan crane and his lovely wife melinda and um we saw a um a band that 
is called Lavola. Mm. And so um, this was billed or this was pitched to me by Dylan as a Radiohead cover band, which sparked my interest. But they're not just yeah. they, they are, in fact, a band that has original songs and stuff. Oh, this, OK. Yeah. So I, this, I learned this. And but this just happened to be they just every year they love Radiohead. So every year they do this Radiohead um, cover show at Will's Pub oh, in Orlando. Okay. Yep. So um uh this uh not this past friday but the friday before i met uh with my buddy dylan and his uh his wife and we we saw them play and um so what they did was they came out and played um an original set and uh their original songs were really good yeah radiohead-esque you know even just their original stuff for sure but really good you know you would have like you would have liked it very um and then another band came out um and they were kind of they weren't as good, you know, but they were, um, I don't even remember what they're called now, actually. I, I, I should, I should have, um, I should have looked that up, but because I, I just wasn't really that impressed, but they, you know, the, the main band took a, a rest and this other like opening act came out and then Lavola came out and uh, played about, you know, 15 uh, Radiohead covers, everything ranging from, I mean, they played stuff off King of Limbs, you know, oh, wow. they played, they played a song off Moonshape Pool. Oh wow! They played, they played "Burn the Witch" off Moonshape oh, Pool. They played, yeah. He's like, someone requested us to do a song off Moonshape Pool, so they did that. They, but they, but they, re, you know, they did like "Fake Plastic Trees," and they yeah. did, um, you know, oh, they, they did um, "Paranoid Android." You know, they oh, did wow. um, stuff off Kid A. You know, the national anthem. I mean, like every every conceivable um, era of Radiohead. You know, they were they touched upon. Yeah, and they boy did they ever touch upon it because I was. You know, you go into something like that skeptical because Radiohead's so good, and you know what's, you know, how are they gonna pull this off? But uh, the lead singer uh, nailed it vocally, as far as uh, Tom York's, you know, soaring sort of falsetto, and uh, and then the rest of the band. I mean, uh, the when they played their opening set, it was just like the four of them. But when they came out for the Radiohead set, there was like a couple more guys. So there was like a guy on keyboards. And so they really had every, you know, every conceivable part of a song like covered. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and they, boy, boy, did they know their stuff? Cause like there wasn't one, you know, song where you were just like oh i was waiting for this part and it didn't come you know like it yeah. always came like it was like it wow. vocally instrumentally they knew every everything every part so uh wanted to just say that yeah if you ever get a chance to see this band lavola do they tour yes Outside they tour they tour around yes yes they do okay. uh, i verified that so uh, if they're in your area barry go see them because it's like you know be yeah, like a cheap show it's like it was like 10 bucks or something and it was like totally worth oh, it. oh so here it'd be like 50 yeah, it'd be like fifty to, to eighty dollars, and <laughs> oh, that might be one advantage I have over you. <laughs> yes, it like, is. That evening, I spent like forty bucks. <laughs> I spent forty bucks just on parking. Just to park, yeah, exactly. So, um, so you know, I can claim that little victory. Um, yes. So that brings us up to speed, I think, on live music. Let's. Um, I wanted to talk real quick about this documentary I just saw. Um, okay. And I've been waiting for this documentary to come out for a long time. It's been in the works. Um, it's called the Elephant Six Recording Company documentary, and it's um, it's all about you guessed it, <laughs> the Elephant Six Recording <laughs> oh, Company. Okay. Now, now, if for those unfamiliar with the Elephant Six Recording Company, I mean this encompasses bands like of Montreal, 
like Elf Power, like mm. Olivia Tremor Control, like Neutral Milk Hotel, like the Minders, like the Gerbils, like the you know music tapes, like the, I mean it just goes on and on and on. Dressy Bessie, I mean it's just like the Great Lakes. I mean just like it, it the 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 web of this um, collective um, that that started in uh, well it actually started in, in Louisiana. Um, uh, officially but uh then some of them moved out to denver but then the, eventually they all kind of conglomerated uh in um athens georgia and um where like the rem is from athens mm-hmm. the b-52s and so it's a, a musical hotbed to begin with but these people um you know it's it, it's a documentary about how it formed what happened all the albums that came out all the bands um and and then you know through to this day like what's going on with them now you know and um it was very if you're into music documentaries uh specifically uh regarding you know avant-garde psychedelic pop rock (laughs) um of the late 90s and like early 2000s up till today um you might enjoy this documentary and you might discover some bands that you've never because i i even discovered some elephant six bands that i didn't i wasn't aware of um so um but interviews with all the people in the bands and, oh, wow. and behind the scenes footage and concert footage and just how do uh, they cover all of this is it like 20 hours no i mean it was it was like a two-hour documentary maybe maybe a little less but um but it was just like really well done and i'm just a big music documentary fan and and yeah. i'm a big fan of all of, of a lot of those bands so yeah, I was I was really kind of waiting for this for a long time to come out, and it just came out on Friday. So um, it's available to uh, rent or buy. You you can do it. I did it through Amazon. I rented it for like three bucks. So it's a it's a good watch. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. Um, so let's talk real quick about um, what's going on at the Burning Man Festival right now. Um. So I guess my first uh, take is that I don't care. <laughs> I was wondering. I was wondering what. <laughs> no, I'm well, sorry. That's yesterday, sorry. I the first thing when I when they first started reporting on it, they were showing footage, and the first thing I saw was this vast expanse of like quicksand mud, and <laughs> and trudging across the sand was a person dressed in a yellow cat costume. <laughs> <laughs> like this canary yellow it was the weirdest image i was just like a full you know like of the mask and everything it was like a furry you know like a the whole thing and just this yellow cat person yeah. walking through the the wasteland um and uh but what really struck me this morning and when i saw the new reporting on it was that i guess they're all kind of making the best of it <laughs> like, yes <laughs> so like one person died with this it was not related to the oh i was wondering i heard about the death yeah so who knows what that was you know it could have been anything but um but uh, they were interviewing this lady and she was uh, she's like there with her husband and she's like yeah we come every year and the interviewer was like yeah so you know what do you what do you think about you know what what happened and stuff and she's like oh this is the best burning man ever oh wow (laughs) even through the apocalypse or whatever they were calling it poopalypse the way (laughs) the way she described it though was that i've never been to burning man i've been to austin city limits a number of times i've been to a few other festivals here and there but Burning Man, I you know, it, it really is like a this self-contained city in the middle yes. of nowhere. And it's a it's a when it happens, 
it, it is a self sustaining. I mean, I guess everyone's helping each other. Everyone's yes. like, you know, sharing and it's just like a, it's, it's quite unlike the, uh, <laughs> what was it? the fire festival or oh, the fire which is coming back as well oh my gosh that's amazing how can how is that <laughs> fire possible? fest too is um i think tickets After are available that, now should we go that just shows you you know that's a lesson that's a lesson right there <laughs> that just shows you that no matter how badly you fail you can how go badly to jail you mess up, yeah how badly you get knocked over knocked down if you just get back up and you just do it again yeah it could happen for you if you just um <laughs> If you just funnel your resources through powerful people with money and influence, uh-huh. then you can do anything you want. And you can turn, you know, lemons into lemonade every time. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I don't think that's going to be, you know, it's this Burning Man story isn't, isn't, it's, it's the polar opposite of that is what I'm yes. seeing is that people are just like, oh yeah, it's fine. And they're doing the, they're burning the man tonight. Apparently that's the oh hard. okay they're, they're doing the, like they're continuing. Well, they don't have to worry about, um, <laughs> like, you know, everything's being too fine. dry. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, oh, you know, it'll dry out. We'll get out of here eventually, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad because, you know, I joke that I don't care what's going on there, but, um, I'm, it's just not something that I'm interested in. I do know that they like, they've had various issues over the years. Like right now people are worried about, um, you know, the effect that they're having on the environment out there. And part part of the reason is not Burning Man itself. It's the people going to Burning Man with all their money. And this is a problem everywhere. Um, Like with their private jets and their generators, basically, you know, trying to make Burning Man not like Burning Man, I think like, the, the point is to rely on each other and community, not your money and generator. So helicopters, helicopters. Yeah. Back to helicopters. I know. I've been to a, my share of festivals that ended up in disasters. Really? Because, uh, yeah. Well, the I first mean... festival I ever went to was the um, Tibetan freedom concert mm-hmm. in Washington, DC. And it was when I was um, 18, 17, my parents, for some reason, let me go to Washington, <laughs> D.C. with oh, my friend Vince, thinking? who you know, Vince, yes. and my friend Nate. And, uh, you know, because like uh, it was, you know, R.E.M. was going to be there, Beastie Boys, Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah. and da, 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 you know, the Lyman side was like, it was a, you know, and it was a three-day festival. And on the, the um, second day, like the night R.E.M. was going to play, um, you know, there was this huge thunderstorm and someone got struck by lightning oh, up in the, oh, no. uh, we were like up in the front by the it was rfk stadium so it was like there was like yeah. a, a lot of people like sixty thousand people and this uh, lady got struck by lightning and um, so they canceled that night and everything was this big so that was a big to do there was a mass evacuation um but as a result of which i ended up meeting tom york <laughs> and michael stipe because and this is not a, this is no joke and i have i have photographic evidence of the michael stipe i don't have photographic evidence of tom york mm. oh and dave matthews i also oh my god him. Only because in the chaos that ensued after the lightning strike and the evacuation, uh-huh. we snuck backstage, me and my friend. Nate. Oh my God. So we were back. That's yeah, amazing. So, and we ended up meeting like all these people. It was crazy. I, 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 it doesn't even sound like I'm like, yeah, sure. Or, you know, if someone was telling me that, but no, it's true. Every word. And, um, and then Matt and I went to the SOS Fest and it was, it was a 
festival that happened once <laughs> because mm. it was a big disaster. <laughs> I mean, and, you name a festival SOS. And... Well, yeah, exactly. It was probably like <laughs> written on the wall at that point. But like, uh, yeah, so like, uh, you know, it was the same story. Like on the second day of the festival, these torrential rains came and the whole thing flooded and it was like mud. And me and me and Matt had to drive out of this place and we had to like fjord these <laughs> ford <laughs> ford these like these rapids that were going across the road it was it was uh it was touch and go there for a while we mother nature yeah yeah it's just don't, don't ever turn your back on mother nature i think mm -hmm. is the, the lesson so let's talk about um a new segment that we're working on for uh well we're starting it on this show i think yeah and the segment's called Homework. Homework. Everybody <laughs> loves it. Everybody wants it. Yeah. Yeah. And in, but in this case, I don't think it has to be a bad thing. No, because I mean, in actuality, it's like homework back in the day was basically just a way of preparing us to have this lifestyle where we just never stop working. Like exactly. you don't get to go home and relax. You keep working at work. home work work consumerism and so patriarchy mm -hmm. <laughs> what whole, happened to the fun music podcast perry the rat race um but this is this might take your mind off of all yeah this is this is fun homework well and it's like homework it, it, it's kind of it's like meta because it's like homework for us but it's homework for our listeners as well yes yeah. So, um, and basically it's a, it's an easy, it's easy. So yes. I'm going to recommend something to Barry. Yes. And She's I'm gonna going recommend to recommend something, something to you. To me. And before next week's show, we do our homework. We yeah. listen to, we watch, we uh, read, whatever the thing is, you know, we, we do that. And then we come back and we have a uh, open discussion yes. on the issue. So, um, I'd like to open up the homework segment, I think, Barry, um, by uh, recommending to you. Um, I know that you're a fan of the uh, band uh, America's Darlings, um, mm -hmm. Big Thief. Yes. Uh, this is a band that um, now they've only released like four or five albums, but they're, you know, they're on the top of the heap right now as far as indie bands, respected, you know, lauded, sort of critically acclaimed, so on and so on and so on. They're and but they deserve, you know, they're one of those bands that deserves every, you know, every bit of good press and good reviews and everything because they're the real deal. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, there um is a guy in the band, the the main guitar player, backup singer, Duda Duda. His name is uh Buck Meek. Mm -hmm. And um he is a real integral part of big thief and you can really see that in his new solo album uh that just came out this past friday it's called haunted mountain okay and it really it stands on its own it's not like big thief really you know i mean it's mm -hmm. sort of it's it's got like folk and and country influences but it's psychedelic so i guess you know you could say that about big thief as well but it stand it stands on its own. Um, it's got um, really just a it's, a it's a fantastic batch of songs. Um, hearing him as the lead singer is is interesting too because you're you're so used to hearing him kind of back up Adrian Linker and and Big mm -hmm. Thief. So um, so that's kind of nice and, and and he's got a great voice and he's got a great you know presence. Um, um, writes great songs and they come across on this album. Uh, you know, there's not a, a dud on the record really. Every song is really really good. I will do my homework and so, check it yeah. out. 
Haunted Mountain by Buck Meek. Okay. So my homework for you and um, with all the concert going and not sleeping this week, I'm very behind. And that's another thing I'll mention. Uh, I think I mentioned this uh, previously is that my Spotify playlists are mostly concert playlists that I make before going to a concert. So I get yes. really pumped. <laughs> and um gotta get pumped. I gotta get pumped. And uh so that's what I've I've been getting really pumped on concerts I'm about to go to and um in the last couple of weeks. So I haven't Understandably. been staying yeah. on top of new music, which I always rely on Ryan to share new music with me. He's my new music person um you can uh check out the links in our description for his um spotify playlist that he puts together each month of new music called the ocean bed and um so it's like what do i even suggest to ryan i don't know he knows everything but um i asked him before we started recording if he had heard of um this artist and he said no so uh, they came out with a new album, I think, back in July, and their name is Claude. And um, Claude. they are on. I like the name. Yeah, they were on Claude. Phoebe Bridger's um, label. Oh. Or they oh, are, okay. I should say. I'm a, I'm a Phoebe fan. Yeah, and I discovered them. Actually, I went to see the, um, oh, I almost said the Ravenettes. Um, oh. The Regrets. I wish I went to see the Ravenettes. <laughs> I was going to say, um, don't don't tease me. <laughs> I went to see the Regrets, who they're from LA. And Do you regret were... it? or? <laughs> I don't regret it. They're so fun. They're um, good. Yeah, yeah, sweet. And... That's a great name, too, the Regrets. You know? Yeah, yeah. Nobody's thought of that before. Oh, <laughs> um and uh claude opened up and i was like oh who's this person and they claude. they did a fun they did a fun little opening set and then i was listening to them uh afterwards and now they have a new album out and um i i've listened to it a little bit it's got some good songs and maybe it's a grower and not a shower but um yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, a big fan a of growers, not showers. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Well, so with a grower, not a shower, you just never, you're like, at first you're like, oh, you know, but then eventually, eventually. it really, you know, one, you know, an album that really growed and showed on me what um, was, was the Always album that you just mentioned. You mentioned me too. Always. Like I, cause at first I, I was kind of like, okay, this is good or whatever. And then after like a week, after I had listened to it, like two or two more times, I was just obsessed. Me with. too. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, that can happen. Yes. And I love it when that happens. Cause those are the albums that kind of stick with you. I think are the ones that you're like, Oh, I didn't even like it at first. And then, you know, suddenly you're just like the biggest, you know, freak for it. So, yeah. um, so, so which, if there's an album, uh, so I'll just check them out in general. You said, yeah, you check them really... out in general. I, yeah. The, the newest album, Maybe I can't really, can't really specifically recommend that. Cause you haven't yeah. really heard like once, but okay. All right, cool. Claude. Well, okay. Claude. So we've got Claude mm -hmm. and we've got Buck Meek. Yes. And I know Buck Meek has a couple other records as well um, that I can't speak for because I haven't really heard. But um, but Haunted Mountain is the one that um, I'm recommending for Barry. So that uh, that kind of sets us up uh, for a real um, discussion on next week's show. Yes. And um, yeah, I think um, I think this has been a a very informative, enlightening, and um, dare I say even entertaining episode, Barry. 
It has. And, you know, again, check out our show notes. We'll have a link to our Spotify playlist that goes along with this show. So you can hear the music that we talk about, recommend. You can hear some tracks from the artists that we've been seeing live. And, um, you know, definitely leave us some comments and tell us like what you think, what you've been listening to, what shows you've been to, you know, we can continue this discussion offline. Well, online, but not online, but podcast. What, how do you, I don't know how to say that. You all know what I mean. Yeah. Let's make it as interactive as possible. You know, let's introduce new segments like we just did with homework. Mm -hmm. Let's just like, uh, you know, like let's, uh, let's kind of just, uh, build this thing up as, as we go. And um, I hope that everyone out there, um, you know, enjoyed this episode and, uh, you know, wants to wants to come along for a few a few more with us and see what happens. Yeah, we'll keep we'll keep trying to put out these episodes as long as we're willing and you all are listening. So please, please stick with us as we figure out this podcast landscape, these old radio fogies trying to <laughs> learn the interwebs. It's just weird to me that it's not live. I want it's to, so I want, weird. Why I want is to no eventually be live. Right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just so strange that we'll no do a live one again <laughs> with the internet. Anything's possible. We'll uh, do a live um, uh, recording one day, and you all can mm, join us then. Just old-fashioned like that. Me too. Well, until next time, until I think next time. Uh, we're going to sign off for the yes, day. For the day. This has been Indie Linked Coast to Coast. So long, Barry. So long, Ryan.